It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Listening to the Locked On Broncos podcast, hosted by Cody Rourke, your daily Broncos podcast. The Denver Broncos return to the practice field on Monday for the beginning of OTAs. Organized team activities, several players returned to the field while several other players missed the start of OTAs. Plus, we hear from Broncos head coach Vic Fangio, Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, and Von Miller, who took time to meet with the media after Monday's practice. On today's brand new episode, Lockdown Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Lockdown NFL Network, your team every day. From the South Stands to the End Zone, I'm your host as always, Cody Rourke, Senior NFL Analyst and Director of Video Content at Pro Football Network and Broncos Analyst for the Locked On NFL Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast here on the YouTube channel, Locked On Broncos, as well as listening and following along in your favorite podcast providers, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. We started to run into some more issues with the Apple Podcast app. So in the meantime, please go to Odyssey, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or here on the YouTube channel, get Locked On Broncos for daily news content and coverage of the team that you root for on Sundays. But with that said, ladies and gentlemen, OTAs has begun for the Broncos. The smell of football in the air is closer, according to Justin Simmons, who made his return to the practice field on Monday. Great bit by the Broncos social media team capturing he and Bryce Callahan coming out to practice. Now, in the start of OTAs, there's no contact. There's no 11 on 11. There's no team-specific drills. It is seven on seven. So that means that the offense, quarterbacks are rotating through. They're throwing to the wide receivers. That's a great way for these guys to develop chemistry with one another early on, implement some of the concepts of the playbook, but nothing too fancy, nothing too intricate. And there's not going to really be any angle here as it pertains to practice and OTAs. It's really going to determine the outcome of the ongoing Broncos quarterback competition. So really just a a great way for guys to be around each other, for leadership to develop between guys that are going to be leaders on the offensive side of the ball, the defensive side of the ball. So keep an eye on that. But with that said, who made the return to the practice field and who was not here for the first day of OTAs at the UCL Training Center in Inglewood, Colorado for the start of Broncos OTAs? Well, players that did return so far, Teddy Bridgewater, who was not at the beginning last week of Phase 2, was dealing with some personal matters. He made his debut at the Broncos team facility here today, was able to throw with wide receivers and obviously intermingle with that quarterback room with Mike Shula, Pat Shermer, the offense coordinator, and his counterpart, Drew Locke, who we will be competing with, and Brett Rippon, who's gaining some valuable insight from being around both of those quarterbacks. And I think that his insight, too, 
will make him a really good play caller in the NFL, whether it be as a backup or he might get an opportunity for some team down the road, but really a big fan of Brett Rippon here. I, I think for uh, Teddy Bridgewater, for Drew Locke, Getting ingrained here, they've talked, and, and you're going to hear from Drew Locke and Teddy a little bit later on about how they view one another, uh, but they, they, they've been meeting with each other on Zoom, and that's not really an intricate way to get to know somebody just yet. So this was the first time on Monday for those two meeting each other. So keeping an eye on that, Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson, obviously returned for OTAs. This is a big part about it. Um, but several players who were not there, there were quite a few. There were nine to be exact. Dalton Reisner was not there on Monday. He contracted COVID-19 after getting his first vaccine. And so the expectation of things go according to plan, he could be cleared by Thursday and could be there on Friday for the organization, obviously to be there for OTAs. He would be there if it weren't for the fact that he contracted it. So obviously our thoughts and well wishes go to Dalton Reisner at this time. Shelby Harris, according to Brennan Cristal of KOA, was having a skin medical procedure done. So he's not going to really be there today. I'm not sure if he's going to be there this week, but Shelby is expected back soon. Nothing significant, nothing that people should be too concerned about at this point in time. Mike Purcell was not there. He's still going through rehabilitation on the foot that he had surgery on. Obviously, he had the hardware taken out about a month and a half ago. Still a rehab process before going out there during a voluntary team activity at this time to be able to get out there. So he's going to take care of his foot. Duke Dawson going through ACL rehab. I had a chance to speak with Duke Dawson the other day. He's doing really well. He's feeling comfortable where he's at. He's not quite ready to be out there for any kind of football-related activity, still going through the rehab process, coming back from a complete knee reconstruction. I mean, that's very tough to deal with. So he's going through, and the Broncos, they are taking their time. They're easing him back in. And I don't know if we're going to see Duke in training camp or in preseason. I imagine he could be on the physically unable to perform list once training camp rolls around. But the Broncos, they have a strong investment in Duke Dawson. I don't think that he's going to go anywhere. He's just going to take his time, and rightfully so he should. No, no rush on getting him back. There will be a spot for him on special teams and also in the Broncos' DB rotation when he does return. But obviously, Duke Dawson continuing to rehab that knee. Kyle Fuller was a no-show at practice. Vic Fangio was asked about in his press conference. Wasn't sure why he wasn't there, but did know that being at OTAs was voluntary, and more than likely that was his decision, was not to show up, especially being on a one-year deal. We'll see what that means, and I, and I hint at it a little bit later on is what it means for Patrick Sertan to be able to solidify himself as the true starter for the Broncos a little bit later on here in the show. Melvin Gordon did not show up either. He's got his own workout regimen, as he told Nine News reporter Mike Kliss. That he's, he has his own regimen. He works out, and he's going to be there for when everything becomes mandatory. But here at the start of OTAs where everything is voluntary, he will not be there. Just means more reps, more continuity for Javante Williams and the running backs in that room, Mike Boone, to get a little bit more acclimated, to get some of these reps in seven-on-seven seven and positional stuff, but nothing too significant at this point in time. Bradley Chubb had the ankle procedure last week. He's going to go through the rehabilitation and rest process. No word yet on Baron Browning why he was not there at the start of OTAs for the Broncos. We'll try to figure that out at some point this week. We'll break it down here on Lockdown Broncos. And then backup center Patrick Morris, who suffered a season-ending injury last year, was not there for the start of OTA. So uh, that's who's there. That's who wasn't there for the start of OTAs. But Broncos country, how you feeling about football being one step closer? Let me know in the comment section down below on YouTube or let me know on Twitter if you're listening to this podcast and your favorite podcast provider at Cody Work NFL. But Broncos country, coming up here in just a moment, we're going to get into the conversation. We're going to react to what Vic Fangio had to say in yesterday's press conference at the UC Health Training Center following practice. Various tidbits on Drew Locke, the quarterback competition, Von Miller's return, Patrick Sertan, and a lot more. We break it down and react coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, I got to get into the conversation about the sponsors of today's episode of the show. That's our good friends over there, betonline.ag. 
and Built Bar. And with BetOnline.ag, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. The NBA playoffs are ongoing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. You get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information that they provide. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in on the action as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And our good friends over there at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar on the market, folks. The reason I rock with Built Bar is because it tastes legitimately like a candy bar because the bars are made out of 100% chocolate, and they have a variety of delicious flavors that you need to get your taste buds locked into today. Some of the flavors that they have is coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, peanut butter brownie is one of my personal favorites, and then they have double chocolate and salted caramel. So there is a flavor for everybody, plus they have the occasional limited time offer. The other thing I love the most about Built Bars is that the bars are soft and easy to chew, not to mention they're healthy, folks. They only contain around 70 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and only 4 grams of sugar. So I want you to get your hands and your taste buds wrapped around a box of Built Bar here today by going to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Once again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. As we get to Vic Fangio's press conference on Monday, following practice of Monday's OTAs, one of the first things he was asked was about Von Miller's return. What was it like having Von back in uniform on the field, around his teammates, around the coaches? What type of leadership dynamic has Von provided since being back? I don't think that aspect has ever left, but for Vic Fangio, he believes it's something that's valuable to the team and to him. Well, it's been great. Um, you know, Von's showing no ill effects of his injury from last year, which is what we expected that it won one that lingers and needs a lot of attention. It just needed the time to heal. And it, and it's done that. And it's great to see him. I love having him around. I, uh, I enjoy being around Vaughn and I think it's good that he's here and uh, been pleased with where he's at right now. Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater are also engaged in a quarterback competition. There was a lot of seven on seven throwing against receivers against the defense, no physical contact, but it's just a chance for the quarterbacks to go out there, throw to the receivers, develop that chemistry and also expand on the playbook. That's super important. But for, for Vic Fangio, one of the questions he was asked was, is this enough in seven on sevens and OTAs? Is there going to be anything that separates one quarterback from the other in this ongoing quarterback competition? Not really. It may create separation in some people's minds, but um, until we get to playing at least practicing 11 on 11, you need to withhold much judgment. Uh, you know, 11 on 11, and then ultimately the preseason games will be the uh, true teller. And there's been a lot of conversation this offseason about the Broncos looking at bringing in different quarterbacks. Drew Locke's status always up in the air, according to various media reports. But for Drew Locke, he's really taken his offseason to prepare himself. We're going to hear from Drew a little bit later on here in Lockdown Broncos. But for Vic Fangio, what were his simple observations of the changes that he's noticed Drew make throughout the evolution of his career? Because Vic came in during Drew's rookie season. The expectation was that Drew was not supposed to play at all in 2019, but unfortunately due to injuries to Joe Flacco and having Brandon Allen as that next guy up, the acceleration of Drew Locke's career into the National Football League had began 
in 2019. 2020, we knew how it went for him. Not a lot of opportunity outside of the juncture. He gets injured on the 10th play of the game against Pittsburgh on the offensive series there. But for Drew, really trying to get his feet underneath him in a new system. What has Vic Fangio's observation of Drew been so far this offseason? I just think Drew's um, got a better understanding of what it takes to uh, play quarterback in the NFL. You know, his rookie season, he missed a lot of time, as you guys are aware. And then he got to play the last five games. We had some success during those last five games. And then last season with a new offense and everything else that was going on with the pandemic, uh, you know, it, it was hard for him to take the logical next step. And But everything is a learning experience. He did get to play in 12 games, um, you know, got hurt in the 10th play of another one. So I say he got to play 12 more games. So that was great learning experience. And, and it's great to watch yourself on video in a cut-ups, normal progressive teaching progression, watching yourself and not watching others. So I do think he's improved from that standpoint, but he's still going to have to bring it to the field. And Vic said it best. He's still going to have to bring it to the field. And we're going to hear from Drew Locke coming up here in just a moment. Broncos country, his thoughts on the offseason preparation, what he's done differently. He's got a really sharp mindset. And it's safe to say he's locked in. But the on-field product and how he plays in training camp through the preseason, and if he is the starter in the regular season, he's going to have to make better decisions. But he is taking that all in stride. He's been working this offseason to do that. And one of the final things that Vic was asked about in his Monday post-practice presser was about the Broncos' first-round draft selection and Patrick Sertan out of Alabama and his first impressions that he's had on the Broncos' rookie. Pleased with his work so far, although obviously it's very early. But obviously, we thought highly of him to pick him where we picked him. Um, he's got all the measurables you're looking for. But the thing I like most about him up to this point, I like his demeanor. I think he's got an NFL demeanor, especially the type of demeanor you need to play corner in this league. I think he has some versatility, which we're going to need to take advantage of. So everything's been good so far with Patrick, but you know, we were expecting that. And obviously the expectations for Sertan are very high. He's there. He's getting the reps. Kyle Fuller, not at OTAs. Vic Fangio was asked about that. And his response was, uh, he wasn't sure why he wasn't there, but it is voluntary. So that's probably a big reason why Fuller isn't there also being on a one-year deal, but this gives Sertan, I think more of an advantage now to learn the defense even further, get those live reps, even though it's not physical, you're not throwing the pads on, but getting that mental terminology and carrying over the footwork, your stance, your backpedal, your alignment against certain wide receiver sets, getting that ingrained in you, it's going to give him the advantage, which is why I projected him as the starting cornerback for the Broncos to start 2021 in the Broncos base package. But Broncos country coming up here in just a moment, we're going to get into the conversation. We're going to hear from Drew Locke, Von Miller, and Teddy Bridgewater, all who spoke to the media yesterday following day one of Broncos OTAs at the UCO Training Center in Inglewood, Colorado. But before we get into that, folks, I have to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode of the show. That's our good friends over there, rockauto.com. And if you need anything for your vehicle, whether you're working on something that's in the garage or if something goes wrong in your vehicle and you need reliable parts, rockauto.com is my go-to and is the go-to of the Lockdown Broncos podcast. And rockauto.com is a family-owned business that's been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years, folks. 20 years of reliable service. That's why I rock with rockauto.com. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and 
even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, you get everything that you need delivered directly to your door in just a few easy clicks. And the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle based on year, make, model. You get to choose the brand specifications and even the prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and they are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts elsewhere when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, right? Lockdown Broncos in there. How did you hear about us, Box, so that they know that we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Following Monday's practice, Drew Locke met with the media to talk about his offseason, his mindset coming into it after the end of the 2020 season. We saw some growth from Drew, but there's been some evident critiques about his game, and he's focused this offseason on really putting himself in a position to succeed. He's taken every step possible. Here's what Drew had to say about his offseason preparation and also working with Peyton Manning, which has been widely documented. I think being in a quarterback competition and then – so to say, if you were to say last year not being in one, um, your mindset doesn't change at all. Um, you come in, you're going to compete. You can do everything you can to be the best quarterback for this team, and that's the mindset that I have right now. And um, It's going to be fun. I'm excited to be able to go out there and have this competition and push myself to a whole different level that you know, maybe I wouldn't have gotten to without this. Um, as far as working with Peyton, um, I think him being able to give me his time was worth – um, a lot to to my game. Uh, it was worth more than I think I'll ever realize, and I'm forever grateful for him being able to do that for me and taking the time out of his day to be able to do that. Um, maybe subtle, subtle things where like I, you know, you just like having more eyes on on film, on technique, and hearing it from the guy that's done it the best for he did it the best for a really really long time. Um, was nice to be able to have in my corner and be able to work with. And the hope for Drew Locke is that working with Peyton Manning, just getting the advice and the tips on how Peyton Manning prepares for the game. I mean, I don't know if you saw the story over the weekend that uh, Ben Garland, former Denver Bronco, did in an interview. He said that Peyton Manning really was the coordinator. He was the coach to the coach. And often at times he would call out Adam Gase and he'd want the game plan preparation on Tuesday. So we'll see if Drew Locke carries that over. But, you know, it could be mechanics. It could just be processes. Drew has taken those necessary steps, but Drew's also dealt all offseason long with the conversations on various podcasts, media outlets that cover the Denver Broncos and national speculation as to all these trade rumors, whether it be Matthew Stafford, the Broncos having interest in maybe trading for him, the Aaron Rodgers talk right now, which Drew actually brushed off and said that, you know, hey, today was a great practice. We had a lot of great work on in seven on seven. But here's Drew's thoughts about the overall conversation, about tuning out the noise from media and everything else. Uh, no. Believe it or not, no, it was not. Um, because I decided that I was going to develop a plan in this offseason. There were be really long days, but it was going to be worth every single second of it. Because regardless of what happened, if I stayed here, if I left, they brought someone in. Um, 
my mindset was not going to change. Wherever I went, if I went somewhere, if I stayed here, I was going to be the guy. And I put every single ounce I had into that this offseason. And being able to do that gave me zero time to be able to listen to all this stuff that, you know, maybe one day I'll go back and read and laugh about all the things that were being said from these people that end up being completely wrong. So. And that's good to hear in terms of Locke's mindset because the reality is, as everyday people, myself included, it, you know, even when I read comments, sometimes I get negative comments on here. Sometimes it's hard not to take that stuff personally because you put a lot of work into your craft and, and what you do. Same thing with quarterback play, except the microscope for error is magnified completely. I mean, it is under the microscope completely and consistently by fans, by media. Every mistake is amplified. And so for Drew, he's heard the offseason talk, but he's not really paying too much of it. So for him, it was not a challenge to be able to tune that noise out. But his counterpart, too, Teddy Bridgewater, coming to the Denver Broncos, what is his mindset coming into the organization? And is he focused on being the starter for the team? Ironic. You know, I saw Vaughn this morning when he came in the building. And uh, the first thing he said to me, I saw him when I came a couple weeks ago, but the first thing he said today was, you here to play football now. And that's my mindset, you know, I'm here to play football. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. I'm here to help this team become a better team. I'm here to help players become better football players and men become better men. So uh, whatever happens, I'm here to play football and, you know, take whatever comes with it. Iron sharpens iron. That was a mantra from the Broncos in 2015. There was a time where those two played against each other. Teddy Bridgewater brought the Minnesota Vikings to Denver during Denver's Super Bowl season, the iron sharpens iron season. Uh, so kind of things coming around full circle here. But I think that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be a, a phenomenal asset to the locker room in terms of a leadership standpoint. And if Drew Locke does win the competition, he's going to be a great mentor for Drew. And if Teddy wins the competition, he's going to be an experienced vet that might provide some comfort and some stability around the rest of the roster and the young offense that the Broncos has. But as of right now, he's focused on just coming in and playing football. But now we're going to hear from Von Miller. And Von Miller making his return. It was insightful to be able to see him come back and share his insight in terms of the press release, uh, being able to come and interact with media members. But the thing that I wanted to highlight on and that Von actually touches on, last year before we even got to the 2020 season, Von's mindset had changed. Then he had the injury. Has his mindset changed in the way that he's going to do business going forward at this point of his career? Is it going to change? We hear from Vaughn himself. It, it never left. You know, like I said before, that mindset that I created last year, it was a permanent, you know, thing. It wasn't, you know, um, a one-season thing. You know, I felt like last season was going to be the season, but I feel like this season is going to be a great season too. And I just, uh, you know, refocus at the same fire, had the same intensity and just, and just grind it out. You know, um, I'm still running around here beating everybody else. So I, I feel like, you know, 30 what? You know, it's, uh, you know until, until, I mean, until I see, you know, otherwise, and I'm going to keep doing it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going. Vaughn's always a delight in his press conferences. It's going to be nice to have him back on the field this upcoming season. But former Denver Broncos wide receiver and undrafted rookie sensation and Rod Smith deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, by the way. Stopped by to meet with the team on Monday. He gave a talk about it. Here's what Vaughn Miller took away from the message that Rod Smith ultimately left to the team as they get ready for the 2021 NFL season. When you get the vest in, they always tell you, and um, the older I get, those words just, they just hit harder and harder every single time. And, you know, he said um, something about, um, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, you're not, you don't know when you're going to put on your cleats for the last time. And I remember when I got hurt last year, I, you know, I just had these these memories of dang, like I was sitting on the turf and I was like, bro, is this it? Is this my last like play as a Denver Bronco? And, you know, I grinded and I, and I worked hard to, you know, kind of put that away. And, you know, I never, 
I never take that for granted. Every time I go out there, I'm, I'm, I feel blessed. And it just means so much more to, you know, to fight back from injury, especially this late in my career, to fight back from injury and get out on the football field and, and be back and be present. So it means so much more. And all the words that, that Ross Smith said to us today, they just hit home, you know. And whenever the vets come and talk to us all the time, it really just, you know, you feel it. But now it's like, okay. Now you see you see yourself and Rod and Ross sees himself in me. And, you know, I just want to play to the best of my ability and, and just and just live up to my potential. And for the Denver Broncos this upcoming season, they'll have a tough task competing in the AFC West. But in terms of being able to compete and have a good football team, Vaughn believes that having a great culture, being a great teammate is something that he can do on his part to help the team get there, to help the team compete, especially against the Kansas City Chiefs. Your team, this is, we want you here. That can only bring positive stuff. It's, it's true. It's real. And uh, I want the guys to come in here and feel comfortable so they can go in here and compete. When they compete, we do good. And if the Broncos doing good, I'm doing good. So we're all kind of tied into this thing together. And, you know, I just want to win and compete. You know, we lost to the Kansas City Chiefs five years in a row. I want to change that shit. You know, I'm trying to change it. And, you know, you got to be a great teammate. You got to be a great leader to get us over the hump. And we'll see how it pays off this upcoming season as the Denver Broncos open up against the New York Giants at MetLife Stadium on September 12th. We'll have complete coverage here, Lockdown Broncos. And all throughout the summer long, folks, Every single day leading you up to kickoff week one, we have a podcast for you here on the YouTube channel, Lockdown Broncos. Also on Lockdown Broncos on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. Five days a week of exclusive Denver Broncos news, content, and coverage that you get here truly from yours. And I'm very excited to bring that to you, Broncos country. I want to bring you an objective feel to the team that you root for on Sundays. But with that said, I'm Cody Orr, host of Lockdown Broncos. That'll do it for today's episode of the show. Tomorrow's episode, we'll hear from Sarah Bettinger, editor over there, predominantly orange.com. We share some insight on Drew Locke, maybe where he's at, the steps he can take, George Payton, and much more. You can catch that on your favorite podcast provider. Plus, we're answering some Broncos fans' questions as they sent in for Twitter Tuesday and some comments that they left in YouTube to be answered. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.